Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The rules are you bring your empties back down or you don't get anything else. We let you have the caps for the puzzles. Hi, I'm Helen Holliman, Editor-in-Chief of Munchies, and welcome back to Munchies, the podcast. That was Angel Olson, longtime bartender at Dry Creek Cafe. If you're just tuning in, we've been exploring what's left of old Austin and digging into the destination city that it's become. Today marks the last episode from our Austin series. Dry Creek's been around for a hell of a long time. Its original owner, Crazy Sarah, bought the bar in 1956, and she ruled over it with an iron fist until she retired at age 91. Nowadays, longtime regulars, tourists, and worshippers of the jukebox, one of the last of its kind in Austin, come to hang out with Angel and drink Lone Stars in an unair-conditioned bar overlooking the lake. This place is one of the last vestiges of old Austin, and a landmark that can't be snuffed out. So crack a Lone Star and sit down to hear my conversation with Angel Olson and Jay Buddy Reynolds, Sarah's son. Well, so tell us about, like, how long Dry Creek has been open and how long you've been working here. Well, it's been open since 53, but it was, uh, I think, called the Triple B then. And, uh... It was a cedar chopper joint, and uh, in 56, Crazy Sarah bought it from her brother, and that's when it became Dry Creek, and she worked here till she was 91 years old. It was known as the meanest bartender in Austin because she could, <laughs> and now her son owns the place, so it's the uh, Long as hell, beer license in the same family in Austin, so I hear. Wow. How did you start working at Dry Creek? Was looking for a job, trying to learn the computer, which I hate, (laughs) because I found out that was the only way I could supposedly get a job then and all, but I was at another old regular's funeral and ran into an old regular there that told me that uh, Raymond, the guy that worked between Sarah and me, was fixing to quit. So I came out and talked to him and then came back uh, that weekend to talk to Buddy, the owner, at uh, Sarah's last sister, Mary's wake, and got the job then. How would you describe the usual regulars here? Oh, they're all kinds. We're like one big family and snipe at each other about or tacky to each other, you know, but uh, do just about anything for each other, too. So we're all a bunch of huggy buddies. (laughs) All the regulars get a big hug coming and going. (laughs) Wednesday night with Buddy the Owners here. Oh, it's a mess of freaking hugging. (laughs) How long have you lived in Austin? Since the early 60s. And how did you end up in Austin? 
because family moved here. And how would you describe how Austin has changed over time? <laughs> you really want me to tell you that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I think it's gotten overrun with people. They all come here because it's such a cool place, and then they seem to set about ruining everything that was so cool about the place, even back in the 60s and 70s that was starting. Even back then, if it was old, they tore it down and put up something new. And uh, now, like I say, it's just too too many rich people have moved in to where uh, your regular working people, middle-class people, can't hardly afford to live here no more. Now, the poor people, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. (laughs) How did you end up in bartending? Had to earn a living. <laughs> well, I started, let's see. I started when I was 21, I guess. I was working for the state part-time. And a friend friend I worked with's dad owned this bowling alley that ain't here no longer. So I uh, went to, I decided, had decided to go on a short trip to Europe. So I started working part-time at the bowling alley besides part-time at the... Uh, state office and that pretty well went from there (laughs) what is the craziest thing you've ever witnessed as a bartender uh hard to say there were different rougher places i've worked through the years i guess there's one redneck place when i was in my early 20s uh someone brought in a uh Sea turtle. they just come up from the coast with a sea turtle. So <laughs> since the turtle's beak fit perfectly into the opening in the bud can, I served him a Budweiser. <laughs> Wait, so the turtle was inside of the beer? No, inside the bar, oh. drinking the beer. <laughs> Do you remember what kind of sea turtle no, it was? No, no. Do you think, wow. <laughs> Hello. Do you have any interest in... But come on, buddy. You got it. All? They've already heard my stories. What's your story? Well, uh, tell us, I mean, can you explain a little bit, just for our purposes of recording this, the how your mom found this place and how it came about? Well, her brother and her two brothers bought this originally. And they owned uh, three and a half acres. So, and then they split it in half. So she ended up with an acre and a half when she bought it from her brother. And uh, Peanut was one boy, was one of the brothers. When he sold his half, he got a nice price out of it. And he said, well, she'll sell. So when she came up, when the guy came over, she wouldn't sell to him. He was made. So Peanut made it. He always made out all right. This used to be the hill country, right? I mean, people used to consider this part of the hill country. When it started out, it was all cedar choppers. And that's why mom said she got her colorful language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cussing with those cedar choppers. They were a rough group. So yeah. why do you think, or how would you describe her persona as Mean Sarah, if hmm? you will? Why Her nickname, I mean, do you agree with her nickname? <laughs> her nickname? Your, your mom. The one that Sky gets so upset about when I call her that. 
what, Nana? <laughs> no, Crazy Sarah. Oh, no, I never heard that. You've been calling my mother Crazy Miss Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to think we didn't know the name of this place was Dry Creek. We thought it was Crazy Sarah's. Mina Nina. <laughs> Nina was uh, her nickname. Yeah. Well, this place, I mean, tell me about how he you've actually seen built. This. Initially, when the two properties were together, mm-hmm. he built a little beer thing down at the bottom of the hill. And then, and so, and, it, and he just a little old wood shack and he poured a big concrete slab and put an outside jute box and, and all the cedar choppers would come and they'd drive down the hill and he could stay open to three or four o'clock in the morning because he had to drive down that narrow road and he put a scout up here to the front in case the TABC showed up <laughs> and so they they just danced all night down there lit up lights and all that but when uh, the property got divided in half the uh, d- dance floor went that way. <laughs> Split it up. How would you describe how she ran the place? With an iron fist. <laughs> you know, people people took it comical. I mean, she really did cuss like a sailor. I mean, there was no... And and they they would come just to hear that. And they would actually... They would actually send their friends up here and they would tell them to order the wine. Well, she didn't sell wine. But, <laughs> oh, no. But mom couldn't just say, we don't have wine. She had to do this whole, can't you read that goddamn sign up here on the wall? But it's, it's got what we got. <laughs> and some of them would send them up and say, order the pizza, you know. And, and they would have a table right here at the round table. There would be a whole group of people sitting there. And... Uh, and they just be laughing like hell because they knew exactly when they asked for the pizza or the wine and what <laughs> mom was going to do. And then the other thing they would all ask where the bathroom was. And mom just couldn't tell you it's down under the stairs. She'd have to tell you, can't you read that goddamn sign on the wall? <laughs> she, I, I mean, it was just, it was comical just to listen to it. But people enjoyed it. And then if you hadn't been chewed out by Sarah, you hadn't been anywhere. I mean, you had to come up here and get chewed out and that's it was harmless i mean but it was it was was comical and and that's and she always said that's she when she had all started off had cedar choppers so she learned all that language and she kept it right on through and and really she had a booming business still up until 84 she was far enough out of when it comes to your finances you think you've done it all You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com town that it was a college uh, hangout and she still we still have a lot of alumni coming back that remember dry creek because this was a place to come after hours until mom finally got busted and uh, she had to start holding the regular hours but even so you on a friday saturday night there'd be 500 people here wow yeah and 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 they'd all dance 
he had the dance floor up here and stuff. I mean, it was fun. I mean, they'd be all hanging over the walls and banisters and standing up, just and and then in '84, see, two two events happened. Number one, they raised the drinking age to 21. That killed their business overnight. And the other thing they did is they included this in the city limits. And mom didn't have potable water. It was pumping out of the lake. And uh, and it didn't meet, you know, the bathrooms didn't meet requirements and all that. So it almost, it almost bankrupt her. Well, how would you describe how your customer um, audience has changed? Like, who comes here now versus back in the day? Hmm? Like, who do you think comes here? I know, Angel, you were saying that there's tourists, there's some regulars, but how would you describe who's coming to Dry Creek today? Got you, Ben. You can, it's, it's kind of a, what would you say? It's, it's a different crowd than we've had. It's a good crowd. Because if you look, you won't find any graffiti here. And people respect, and they bring their bottles back down, and you don't you don't have them tearing stuff up or throwing chairs over the balcony or kids behave. Yeah, and uh, they don't want Miss Angel on their butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's it's a that's, it's a kind of a what about twenty five, age twenty five to forty, right in there. Yeah. 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 It's it's a professional group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How? We got old ones too. All yeah. kinds of people like to say every day it's well. I haven't been here in thirty years or twenty something years <laughs> or thirty five years. Here's my kid. <laughs> How would you describe Mean Sarah versus Angel's style of service? They're the same, except she don't cuss as bad as mom. <laughs> Angel, where's the cussing? Why no cussing? Well, I was trying to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It sure give you the sign every once in a while. <laughs> the mean, the mean mug. How would you describe it? That's that's yeah, that's scary. I have a ninety-four-year-old aunt that's a nun who's uh, about the scariest woman on earth that I know of. <laughs> I've tried to perfect her eyes, but I ain't quite got it down yet. (laughs) How would you describe, for all the people that are moving to Austin, uh, what advice would you give them on how to be a good Texan? How to be be a good Texan for people who don't understand. Well, you already knew that. Well, I I know. I'm from here. To to be a Texan, all you have to do is brag about it. <laughs> yeah. If you can't brag about it, then go on somewhere else. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's really good advice, actually. Well, uh, y'all have had some amazing people come through here over the years. Um, I'm trying to remember if you were telling me a while ago that Willie Nelson came through here. Down here. That's right. And mom run him off. She didn't like Willie Nelson. Why not? I don't know. Mom, <laughs> Mom was contrary. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like Willie Nelson. <laughs> Wait, he built a home and then she took him yeah. out? Well, he had a home down here on Reynolds Island. What, what did he do? Yeah, what happened? I don't know. Yeah. But I know I know that's what story she told. She run him off. She didn't like <laughs> Willie Nelson. She didn't want him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, wasn't there a night where... And they should have hit it off perfect. I mean, they're both crusty people. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there... Well, you know, Lance Armstrong lived down there, too. Yeah. 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 Did he ever come by here? No, he pedaled by. <laughs> he didn't come in. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't drinking beer. No. He was working out. Well, how would you describe how Austin has changed? Dramatically. Good God of money. Look at it. You know, uh, when I was growing up, it was what forty, fifty thousand. Now you're over, over close to pushing over a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was up until '92. You look around here in '92, none of this was here. I mean, all of a sudden, the moment uh, they put brought sewer and water and everything else, and the developers just came through. Boy, I just, just boom. And look at it. You you go, just drive on out. I mean. From here to Bull Creek used to be nothing. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just un, unbelievable, the, the development and the money that's come in. I mean, those those homes aren't cheap. You look at everything around me right here now, every, there ain't none of under a million dollar uh, uh, assessment or appraisal. What do you miss about old Austin? Oh, not a lot. Now, you know, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> what, <was that> <laughs> now, yeah. what do you miss about old Austin? No, no, we still have a good time. No That's traffic. What, you know, there's still the old places we went to and all that. Yeah. And I still have all my high school friends and, and college friends. So, yeah. 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 Will you ever sell this place? No, I think the kids will get They'll sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. We'll see what they do, but I'm sure. My daughter lives in uh, in Montana, and my son lives here in Austin. But they don't. They're not gonna. They'll just sell. Well, this is like every time I but come I've here. I've had there's some good. I've had some good offers. And in, in each case, the only ones I've really entertained have been the people that had an interest in maintaining, keeping the bar open. If means Sarah were here and she could give one piece of advice to a new bartender somebody who's just starting out as a bartender what do you think she would say sarah would... run them off the second day <laughs> what are you talking about mom never worked with anybody <laughs> oh god yeah i don't think she ever had a employee <laughs> it wouldn't last two days now mom was mom was mom was tough to work with Period. <laughs> I couldn't work with it. Why do you keep it open? What? What's your motivator? I'm, I'm, you know, I just I have memories too, and it was mom's place. You know, I come in. I built a home here, mm-hmm. so and, and I don't mind. You know, it's not losing money, but it's not making anything. And what it does make, I put it back into it, and and uh, so you know. And I have a lot of good friends that come up here. All my high school buddies, they they all, we all came here when high school. You know, back then, of course, in Austin in, in the 50s, it didn't make any difference. You could, you know, Texas at that time, drink and drive. And all the high school kids, we all came up here. And mom, mom would serve us. Yeah. yeah was... <laughs> so you were the coolest kid at school because your mom. Huh? Your mom served you beers. That's pretty cool in high school. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> All of them. Yeah, <laughs> Tessie got busted <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah.
In that, in that age, you, it doesn't make any difference. It's a different, different age, that's all. So that's a wrap on our final interview in the Austin series of Munchies, the podcast. When you head to Austin, do yourself a favor and visit Dry Creek Cafe. Play Blue Eyes by Willie Nelson on the jukebox for me. And don't forget to return your bottle caps to Angel. On the next episode of Munchies, the podcast... I don't think that there is a city anywhere else on the planet where so many highly developed food cultures in very, very close to their peak forms not only exist side by side, but like collide and create things that never existed before. We're traveling to the City of Angels to explore why L.A. has become quite possibly the most exciting food city in the U.S. And who better to figure this out with than the legend himself, Pulitzer Prize-winning L.A. food critic Jonathan Gold. Until then, get all of our delicious Munchies content at munchies.tv. Peep us at Munchies on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, too. And if you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. We really would appreciate it. I'm Helen Holliman. I'll catch y'all in L.A. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.